1: For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. This is exactly how I, uh, I function. Mm-hmm. You know, slow intimacy, and then if there's chemistry, take me to the sex dungeon.
2: Take you to the sex Now, me, when I was single, no, I would go, if I'm attracted to someone, I go full throttle on that first kiss.
0: I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it
2: resulted in four
1: children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter, And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a sex expert, a cougar, the world's oldest living millennial. And my
2: son, he's a stand-up comic, a mime, and of course, a Buddhist clown.
1: We chat about sex twice a week. Once on Mondays, once on Thursdays. Mother?
2: Here we go. Why do we do it? Why do we do it? You know, lately I've been giving this
1: some thought. hmm
2: I really believe
1: that... We have nothing better to do. We've got
2: nothing going on in our lives. <laughs> We're lonely, pathetic people, so we might as well have a talk show that talks about sex. No, I've been thinking about the fact that there needs to be more communication in general about sex, and so we are the... Uh, the role models of how to talk about sex, no matter how uncomfortable you are.
1: Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you. And on Mondays, it's with you guys. We, answer your, your, we call it the Monday morning after show. We answer your questions and comments that you can leave us at yes, text mom. And we were inundated. Yeah. It was a flurry. It was a full on blizzard.
2: Yeah. I don't know what all of a sudden people feel the need now. To like just go off on me if oh, I say. Oh, you
1: got fucking I lampooned, got railed. You got railed. But that's okay. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. We we had a lot of responses to the last couple of weeks, and because you were in Chicago, we're still in Chicago. Yeah, we're in time. Chicago, peeps. Um, but the,
2: freezing our asses off in Chicago. You came
1: here earlier, so I had to release that episode last week without you. And by the way, so we didn't if have, you have if to you, answer. If
2: you guys have not heard Cam's imitation of me. It was. Um,
1: it was a real treat. It was a real
2: eye opener for me, uh, because literally he 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 definitely. I got your number. You got my number. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. You got my number, and it's a little uncomfortable, but it it is kind of fun to know that uh, I'm predictable.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? The next week I was listening to the intro that we had recorded prior. And it, was ex- and it was exactly what, you yeah. had, what I had imitated. And
2: then when I started listening to it, I was thinking to myself, before you even said it, I'm saying it in my head. Oh, my God. I'm getting really predictable. I wonder if I could do the same for you.
1: No chance.
2: Yeah, I would be like, um,
1: well. Okay, yeah, take uh, the rest uh, of this well, intro. Let, let's, 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 let's take the rest of this intro. You do it. I don't even know where to start. Where well, do we start? We, well, we I, have
2: I, to I have a life update. I, I have an ingrown toenail been bothering me i'm getting very anxious that it could be actually cancer if it's not cancer it could be like rheumatoid arthritis i may not be able to wear shoes again and by the way mom this is all your fault because you put tight socks on me when (laughs) i was a child and ever since then my foot has been an issue
1: along with every other body part you're supposed to be impersonating my voice as well
2: i how do i impersonate mickey mouse Oh. oh Okay, let's move on. We got so much to discuss today. No, I'm not going to be you right
1: now. All right. I thought you might take the wheel. No. All right. Well, not only... Okay,
2: Mother, can I give you a quick little review here from iTunes? We love hearing from you when you talk about us on iTunes. And I'm going to read one of our... Is that okay with you, Mom? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Is Cam a nice Jewish boy? Five stars. (laughs) By MOT-MAMA. Okay, this is...
1: Uh, it's Member a, of tribe is M-O-T.
2: Oh, member of the tribe, a Jewish tribe. Okay, got it. I had to ask that first, but more importantly, your podcast makes my day. Oh, I listen to and from work, sometimes during work. Oh, it's enlightening. So funny, it literally makes my day, exclamation mark. Please... <laughs> oh, what are you laughing for?
1: Then you're, you're, you're speaking the punctuation.
2: Okay, please keep it up. You have the type of relationship I hope I have with my kids someday because I do believe communication is key. And the reason I'm saying it like that is because there's exclamation marks. <laughs> the discussions are heartfelt, honest, and can have me in tears from, from laughing or crying. Aww. Please keep it up, and I'll keep listening. X-O-X-O. Thank you there, Dash mama
1: I am a Mott as well. That so I guess I am. We're if you consider Mott's me nice, here. then I'm a nice Jewish boy. Uh, all that right. was a
2: very nice. You know, we do love hearing from you guys because it it does warm the cockles of my heart. I knew you've heard that one before.
1: Yeah, this is key. This really, when you guys leave us a rating and review, it, it really really helps us because it. You just look legit as fuck when you say see you have a thousand reviews on iTunes and then as a result you're able to get. People like major comedians to, to come on the show. Yep,
2: and we want major comedians on the show.
1: And that's for, for you guys too. That would be very fun to listen to, and it also supports us and, and keeps us and in, in, you know enthusiastic about making this thing. It does. You know, another way to make us it's enthusiastic positive reinforcement. You know, another piece of positive reinforcement. Money, 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 money makes the world go around. The world go around. We the have a world. Patreon doot, doot. account.
2: Patreon.com slash mom.
1: You'll get bonus content there. That is literally worth its way in gold. We released an episode recently with Aiden Park. Oh, it was a bonus episode. He is hilarious. It's about by 20 then. minutes at the very end that we recorded with him. And he gave us incredible tips on how to uh, prevent a relationship or, or sex life from going stale.
2: Yeah, he did his good, good ideas there. He's, by the and way, he made us laugh. He just texted me saying that he really wants to, to take me up on my offer to be his second mom.
1: You're a second mother to everyone, mother. So
2: I am going to have a new Gajian son oh, that's, named Aiden.
1: That's very, so And, that, that, makes to, sense. and I, that to the brothers. That's my brother, yeah. Um, all right, I think we should just yeah we got dive in because we've we got, got a lot of shit to cover in but this one. But in
2: case one. you guys are wondering about that patron, we did just get some more um, patrons I would like to thank those new patrons that we have. We got Greg. And Zezzy And Holly. And Magnus. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Thank you for joining us on Patreon.
1: Again, join our little community, patreon.com slash mom. You'll get an exclusive bonus stream just for you guys.
2: And at certain levels, you get all kinds of prizes like stickers and handwritten notes and shout outs. It's really worth it. It's worth it. Okay, that's enough. we're going to do the blueberry eating challenge. Got it.
1: Okay. All right. Let's jump in, Mother. We got a ton of questions and Uh, comments on sex this week. I want to start off with this one that says, Dear Sex Talk with my mom, I'm anonymous for the sake of this question, but here we go. I, female, have been friends with my current best friend for almost 12 years. We've been through a lot together, and I love her to death. When we were in high school, I dated someone that she used to like, but she didn't at the time we were dating. It wasn't a big deal, but then she dated him for a year. However, about six months after they broke up, he and I were hanging out and ended up getting high and hooking up. I haven't told her because I know it would ruin the friendship and it was a stupid mistake that, that, made, that we made when we weren't sober. Should I tell her and risk the friendship or keep it to myself? P.S. Love the podcast and both of you. My mother is a sex educator, so this kind of discussion is very relatable to me. Well, thank you very much, Anonymous. Thank you for this question. Thank you for listening and sending us love. Mother. Should she tell her? Should she tell the friend that she's been fucking the friend? What? Absolutely not. The ex-boyfriend?
2: No. No. Why not? First of all, it's the old uh, Titanic situation. Which is that? You keep your... I think the quote is that you keep certain... Can you read the... I got to look up the quote.
1: It's a good quote. Okay. Hold on.
2: So here's the quote. A woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets.
1: That's the quote.
2: That's the quote.
1: You we just spent like half an hour looking for this fucking quote. That was the quote you come up it with. It was
2: very impactful to me when I saw that movie and, and it is true. You know, who are you helping by purging? Are you helping yourself? Are you helping helping the person that you that you want to communicate with? I mean, why are you why are you telling Well, uh, would one you night? Want,
1: if you were the friend, would you want to know that your friend just fucked your other, or, or fucked your other friend a while ago?
2: I don't think it's necessary to know everything. I mean, if you're having a long-term intimate affair, even if there's no sex involved for like a year or something, I'd like to know about that. You know, that is important. But a one-time mistake, I don't know why it needs to be made.
1: Uh, Yeah, I I think it really depends on the person and the friendship. You know, like, yeah... Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would necessarily want to know that you fucked an ex-girlfriend of mine. I don't care that much. And like, You're talking about me? No, I'm just thinking about, like, if a friend fucked my ex-girlfriend. Ugh, well, who? I, don't, I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, there's no need to...
2: And I've been in situations where, you know, I I know one of my friends would be upset if she found something like, something like that out, not even that necessarily if she went out with him or whatever, but just that she'd have some judgments about it. I just don't think you need to, you don't need to, you don't need to purge. Uh, Purging
1: sometimes only makes it worse. It could be a narcissistic thing, if anything. That
2: you're doing it just for yourself. Right. You know what? You do something, you feel guilty about it, live with the guilt. All right. Next question. But I would love to hear, yes, text mom if you guys agree about purging.
1: And also, this is just like a one-off thing when you guys were high. So it really is pretty insignificant. that's the point. Okay. All right. Moving on. Hey, guys. Trans guy here. I am in quite a dilemma. About two years ago, I got a divorce from my wife, who I married prior to transition. And I've been seeing this girl ever since, on and off. I'm not sure why it's on and off. I keep calling it off, and she's just stayed on by my side. I may be scared of commitment. In the fall, our sex life died, and we split again in January. Again, I called it off. That month, I met this woman who I have such a deep sexual connection with, but we fight a lot, and we both trigger each other. It makes me think I may have made a mistake leaving the girl I've been with the past year, but there's parts of her missing that I need, like, sex connection, touch, and a very nuzzling, snuggling personality. I feel like I get different things out of both of them, and it's super hard, and again, I don't fucking know if it's because I have commitment issues after my divorce. My question is, would you choose stability and trust over a sexual and soulful connection?
2: Your thoughts?
1: I want it all. <laughs> I, I I want the stability and trust and the sexual and soulful connection. Right, I
2: was kind of it, thinking the same thing. For a
1: long term per- partner, I think all of those are necessary. I, I wouldn't choose to be in a relationship long term with someone who I didn't get all those things from. So
2: this person just scratch it all and start new. Uh,
1: well, it depends what they're looking for right now. If they're looking for a serious relationship that you know uh, they're going to carry forward for a long long time, then yeah, maybe maybe find keep keep hunting, keep on the hunt. But if you're looking for someone just with a fun sex connection, I think that, you know, you might die tomorrow. Why not have that, that experience, you know? All right, all right. This is a...
2: Uh, tr- do you want to compromise or do you want to just get it all?
1: I think I'm going to, uh, day by day, it, it, are you looking at long-term or day by day uh, satisfaction? Yeah. And I'll tell you, there's a little to update on my end. Oh, yeah? I think I'm moving into the day by day category.
2: Day by day, I love that.
1: Uh, because, I, honestly, I, uh, I found a new place to live. I know. It's a, it's a studio in a dope part of the town. Awesome. And I think that this is going to allow me just to feel a little more comfortable in my own home and, and inviting people back there.
2: Right, because you don't feel comfortable when you have to bring someone back and you've got a whole group of people in your apartment.
1: But the whole day by day thing is that, you know, I think it's more related to career. Oh, really? Yeah. So if it's I've, not
2: related to the fact that you can just come back and fuck your brains out. That's right?
1: definitely part of it. Okay. But but I have to be in a state of relaxation.
2: Well, we know when you go to meditation retreats no, it's silent, just, you get no, all horny. No, I just mean
1: like if every minute doesn't need to be spent working, then I have time to just have fun. Ah, you
2: can be relaxed not be so type A. Correct. Got it. So you think you're going to be able to do that? I think you're, you're
1: no. not going <laughs> to. Certainly not. Nothing has changed in my career. If anything, I just added a higher rent, which then will, uh, <laughs> will make, me, yeah, make me work even more hours. No, no, no. Oh, but I think this is a priority I'm going to make. Okay. Anyway, so for this person, thank you for your question. Uh, recommendation is to uh, figure out what you're looking for. And I don't think it's bad to be in either of these, these situations. Just make sure it's meeting your needs. Day by day. Day by day. I do, I do day. believe
2: in day by day for, me, for myself even. That's why I don't even believe in marriage.
1: You're in a different place, though.
2: No, I'm just saying, you know, when it works, it works. If it's working today, then it's good. But, you know, you can't really, like, I don't believe in the whole, oh, we're riding off in the sunset together. You know, just take it day by day. See how it goes.
1: I believe in the riding off in the sunset thing. That's
2: so romantic.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Last question. So listening to a podcast that you were both on, and in it, Cam mentioned not liking hooking up with one chick in New York because he didn't have a relationship with them. Oy vey. And I was wondering if this is what you could define as... <laughs> she a, wrote
2: oy vey or he wrote I a, did.
1: A. Okay. I said this. This is my own...
2: <laughs> you just <laughs> added the oy vey comment?
1: Yes. What would you define... Is this what you would define as a demo, demisexual or romantic?
2: You know, it's interesting because I never as, heard of that. Have you heard of that?
1: Yeah, of course. Mostly just curious for your definition and understanding of what it is. I have a feeling I'm Demi if looking for a label and wanting outside opinions on what is defined as, it, how it's defined. So
2: well I, I looked up the word demisexual because I didn't know what that was yeah and this is what it says in the wiki asexuality.org mm-hmm. a demisexual person is someone who does not experience sexual attraction to another person unless or until they have formed an emotional connection with that person that that that, demisexual demisexuals are not choosing to abstain they simply lack sexual attraction until a close emotional relationship is formed
1: why do you why do you speak the punctuation why why is that? J- that
2: uh, also, the fact that they put in bold sexual relationships. <laughs> no,
1: that's because those are what you. That was what you were searching. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, bold sexual but
2: attraction. Seriously, this is you.
1: No, no, you are a
2: demisexual. Okay,
1: listen. I have considered whether I'm demisexual, and you don't the think you are. Is, no, I'm not because. At least I would not define myself as because I could feel sexual attraction towards someone who I have no emotional connection to. I just choose not to act on you those feelings. S- no,
2: you say when you're kissing someone you're not attracted to, to that you feel like you're kissing a uh, plank of wood or
1: something. Yeah, but kissing is different than fucking. I, can, I could you find people I want to fuck all the time. But you I don't, don't, feel you don't choose to. With. I choose not to. Oh, okay. Just so because uh, for a variety of reasons. Okay. You know, there's okay. a lot of risk involved uh, you know, I, you know, I, and I, I know I the orgasm like is more the the, intent, the intensity of the orgasm is a totally different feeling anyway so I don't classify myself as a demisexual but this is a, a lot of people do classify themselves as demisexual where they are only turned on by when, when they feel emotional connection towards someone
2: do you think that I am a demisexual
1: you are the opposite of a demisexual
2: I'm the pillow princess <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Labels really are just labels. And I don't know if I'd label you as a de- demisexual. But I think you lean more in that direction than a fuckboy.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd not, I would not—I just am not going to act on it. Uh, but I think a lot of guys... there are Some of my friends just want to fuck everything.
2: And some, I'm sure, don't want to fuck anything unless they get this deep emotional connection.
1: And I think I'm moving in like waves. Like yeah. sometimes... I will go weeks without masturbating. Other times, I'm like, "Oh, I need to masturbate every hour of the day."
2: Thank you for sharing the masturbation cycles of Cam Potter. You're welcome.
1: All right, moving on to our next category, which is all about these are responses all about.
0: Thank our you for organizing these categories. By You're the welcome.
1: Way. This is called this is the on kissing with tongue category. This, okay, so we had Rachel O'Brien, a comedian, on the show. She and you ganged up on me <laughs> and yelled at me for not kissing with tongue.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, on the uh, when you are attracted to a girl and it's not, you're you, you're on a first date, go for the tongue at least.
1: Yeah, so I sometimes sometimes I go for the tongue, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, you know, we're no, not there in terms of intimacy. That's what you said.
2: You said you never go for the tongue. No, you no, just do, you do like a we like a, almost like a grandma kiss.
1: Okay, it's not a peck; it's just kind of like a closed lip.
2: mouth lip on lip thing. Yes, right. That you didn't say that
1: you'd you you kiss for tongue. your grandma like that. No,
2: I don't do that.
1: Okay, yeah. so don't call it a grandma kiss.
2: It's, it's a combination of grandma slash uh, girlfriend.
1: Well, okay, so anyway, the, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's always necessary. I'd like to hear what the listeners think. So may I read them? Yes, please do. Should I, by the way, uh, do you want to read any of these? Yeah. All right, so why don't you read these? Okay.
2: Cam, I fully agree with you on not using tongue on the first kiss. Okay, someone. thank you. Lip blocking action is just fine. And if it leads to using tongue, that, that, that great exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I wouldn't start out with that. And there's a lot of A, A, and D. I also totally will look at the guy's lips if I want them to kiss me. It's totally a thing because we did discuss whether or not.
1: You yeah, you also made fun of me for saying, this. she thought that I was being insane for saying that. Yeah,
2: Rachel O'Brien thought you were being nuts. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, so, okay, so Claire agrees with you on this one. Yeah. And then we have, um, let's see, who is this?
1: So that's one for Cam. One
2: for Cam. Here we go. I'm a good mix of Cam and Karen. Dot, dot, dot. I am very slow to feel inti- the intimacy vibe, so kissing on the first date might make me run. This has also been an issue of getting friend-zoned because it takes me so long to develop chemistry. Mm, but I've been if, there. <laughs> but if you make it to the to the chemistry zone, then it's on. And I am all about the exhibition once I feel safe. Uh-oh. That's where she comes to, to me, I guess. So basically, don't kiss me too fast, but if you, if I like you take me to a sex club and let's do it with people watching. Oh, wow. You don't stare at their mouth. It's a more subtle darting. This is a third
1: person. Okay. The third
2: person says you don't stare at their mouth. It's a more subtle darting of the eyes between their eyes and their lips. Just like a little hint. That was
1: Skylar. Thank you, Skylar. Okay. So, okay. So for the person who uh, is slow to develop the intimacy vibe, I'm with you. This is exactly how I, I function, Mm -hmm. you know, slow intimacy and then if there's chemistry take me to the sex dungeon Take
2: now me when i was single no i would go if i'm attracted to someone i go full throttle on that first kiss i mean there is and that's a good indication if we're ever going to see each other again which is a, it's a red flag here we go oh, i'm gonna we're gonna God get into red it. flags by the way i'm gonna get a definition of everything because i got in big trouble for most of the listeners <laughs> commented on my definition of a red flag on the last episode but i'm gonna say if the guy does not know how to kiss red flag he ain't gonna learn how, he's not gonna know how to fuck
1: okay all right well let's not get into that right now i would like to just respond to these okay okay so for the person thank you very much for siding with me again that's uh, point number two.
2: Oh, you like this yeah
1: and, and point number three is uh yeah they, another person staring between the eyes and the mouth and so uh, darting between the eyes and mouth. It's another a whole Cam. Thing. It's another Cam another point. So I would say I'm the, three for three and two. you get, uh, <laughs> there were no um, no she m- said, responses that she supported said that
2: you. She, she said I'm a good mix of Cam and Karen. So that means that she apparently... Okay, you get good, half. So two she, and a
1: half Cam, or no, no, three, I'd say three Cam and, and a half point Karen.
2: I think the half point Karen comes from when I am all about the exhibition once <laughs> I feel safe. When did I say that I'm about the exhibition?
1: She, 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 she First of all, you said that in the past, that you were all about the I, exhibition. I do, yeah, when I did
2: it in front of the treasury building.
1: See? Yeah.
2: I, I, I do like a little of that. That is kind of attractive to me.
1: I was watching. We were watching everything you wanted to know about sex. But uh, we're, well, we were, we were not really watching
2: ask. it. I passed the fuck out. Yeah, it's not
1: it. fun to watch a comedy with someone when but, they're passed the fuck out next to you.
2: <laughs> this is what happens. If I have a couple glasses of wine early in the evening, it's game over after dinner.
1: Well, and I felt particularly obligated to make a good night for you because you chose not to go to the Rolling Stones concert last night.
2: I know. Thank you for doing that. By the way, I heard it was fantastic from some people, but whatever.
1: And the the whole night, I'm like, oh, God, she's going to regret not going to this fucking thing if we don't have a phenomenal night.
2: Yeah, that was very nice of you. Because
1: you perseverated for two weeks straight about (laughs) this fucking concert.
2: You know what? It's hard to explain my relationship with the Rolling Stones. They just bring out like my whole youth, like from the double album Hot Rocks to my, all the different times I've seen them in concert. And Mick Jagger, just a consummate a magnetic performer. So for me to blow that off signified that I'm getting old.
1: Wow. Because
2: I would have d- dragged my ass there, try to scalp tickets outside, which I did five years ago, and gotten in there and seen them, even if I was like across the stadium, but this time I just said I can't do it.
1: And you're you're happy with that decision?
2: I'm actually happy. I think I'm going to go on record in stating that I am not wow. ever going to go to Soldier Field again in my life. Wow. It was not a pleasant experience when I saw the Grateful Dead there. As a matter of fact, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I went it took me an hour to get to the bathroom line and then I just okay. re upped and went to the bathroom line again. Okay. I told you this yesterday. Yeah. So I've decided against uh going to these Gigantic football stadium. It doesn't type sound prof-
1: good in there anyway.
2: Did I ever tell you I was hit? Uh, my girlfriend was hit with a watermelon. In it when a we watermelon? went to see Ted Nugent, Ariel Speedwagon, and Leonard Skinner at Soldier Field, or at that oh point I think God. it was called something else. Yeah, maybe it was so, or maybe it was Comiskey. But one of them, they, at that point, you could bring anything into these stadiums, and people were whipping, chugging, wh- wh- gallon water, water bottles, bar- and, wh- and my girlfriend got hit in the chest with a watermelon. Piece, a big <laughs> chunk of watermelon. <laughs> Yeah, we were there getting high all day from, like, 11 a.m. until, like, whenever it ended at 10 p.m., and it was a, you know, that that's something for the youth.
1: It's something for the youth it's getting something. hit in the chest of the watermelon yeah. getting high all day. and, and, and you You're were still ch- getting high all day. No, I'm not Just getting high. The only difference high. between that story and now is that you, <laughs> you're not getting hit in the, head, in the chest of the watermelon. Wait, where do you see that I get high I, all day I, long? I, I fucking emptied your purse the other day to find keys. <laughs> It, I come, you go. It's in the purse. I you just dump out the purse, and I, all this weed came out of the purse. It wasn't weed. It was a little, just a little traveling around, pen. traveling it was, around with weed. Excuse me, it was for my father. No, it was not.
2: Oh, okay, that's that. That was a lie. It's I a brought, bullfaced I lie. I bought the gummies for my father.
1: Yeah, which <laughs> you haven't even given to him. You only have given to your friends. Yeah, I did. It's very nice of me. you yeah, like you're the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. Okay. All right, so we get into some of these random responses. Oh, yeah. we okay. got some
2: randos coming through you. Here oh. we go.
1: Oh, boy. Hi, guys, recently came across your podcast from the HuffPost shout-out. I'm a new subscriber, but I'm obsessed. Oh, thank you. You've got me laughing out loud Can on my I commute. Can I to say I
2: love to hear people are obsessed?
1: Okay. You've got me laughing out loud on my commute, and something about your banter reminds me of my relationship with my mom whenever I'm feeling homesick. Oh My mind was blown when I was when I put two and two together that that. Your Jeremy is the same Jeremy I had classes with our freshman year at UIUC. Always thought he was a fun, hilarious dream boat.
2: He's a dream boat. Hereby starting boy.
1: the Potter Boy Poe Boys, patent pending, fan club. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for fueling my podcast addiction and being such funny people. Wow. Wow. Poe Boys fan club. I fucking love that. And Gerald getting some serious goddamn love on this. When you say Gerald, people don't know
2: that Gerald is actually Jeremy.
1: Yeah, because Gerald's a much funnier name than Jeremy.
2: It is. We, I don't even know how that even started. But anyway, Jeremy did go to University of Illinois. And uh, apparently, apparently, apparently it was a dreamboat. Yeah. I it, love when I hear that my kids make this are dreamboats.
0: Let's
2: get them together. Oh, did set you, him up? Did she leave a name there? This is an anonymous. Did you tell Jeremy that the, this is going on over here? Does he know her?
1: Uh, I, I did mention that this that I got this message, but he did not know who this was because it's anonymous.
2: Ah, oh, dreamboat you, yeah. dreamboat you got an anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald,
1: Gerald needs to get laid from this podcast. That would be a miracle. How do okay. you
2: know he's not getting laid in general, no, no, or just, from this podcast? I'm just from this podcast. You don't podcast, know what the hell's going on. Laid. That kid's yeah, probably... Are you kidding
1: me? I'm a phenom- I know exactly what's going on. I'm a phenomenal older brother to him. Oh, you give him advice? <laughs> yeah, i constantly giving him advice. You're giving advice to him? Yeah, it's way better than you giving advice to him. Are you? At are... this point, his dick would be burned off <laughs> if you were giving advice. To him. If
2: you are you giving him advice on prolonging?
1: He. I don't think he needs to worry about that <laughs> as much as I do. Okay. Oh boy! All right. It's,
2: now we're getting way too much information on the po Boys. We got another I question. I do like that.
1: The po'boys. The po'boys. Here's another Can question. Can I ask one
2: more question of our yeah. listeners? We're on the on the subject. We want to make really good merch, and we want to know what like design on a T-shirt. We
1: ordered. We already ordered forty shirts, and then we <laughs> got the. We saw the design before they printed them, and they look like garbage.
2: Yeah, the design didn't come out well, so instead we're going to scrap the design, and we want to know what. Type of design that
1: you would be proud. If you're an artist, you will oh. get a free shirt if you want oh, to create nice our design. You. Yeah, yeah.
2: If you, uh, we, but the design has to be and something cool. you helping us out. It's got to be something cool that you would actually wear it and be proud to wear. Like, I love wearing that one T-shirt that we got that said, create every day. It's lame as fuck. Well, I know, that's lame as fuck for you, but for me, that that makes me feel good. So, so what
1: would you guys like to see on a shirt? You know, we were thinking about our design, our logo, but I think it's, yeah,
2: our logos, it's, it just
1: looks a little bizarre.
2: Yeah, no one really understands what the the cougar and the, the mime mean, unless they really are. Yeah, so listen, then we
1: were thinking, oh, maybe kid tested, mother approved, but that seems lame as fuck is also. So then
2: we're just thinking just S-T- W-M-M. W-M-M, which is our acronym. Sex Talk With My Mom. Yeah. Sex Talk With My Mom, or anything, anything you guys come up with. Yeah, we send
1: need your help. Uh, send, send us M-A-S. Send us M-A-S. M-A-S. <laughs> send, do send Yes Text a, Mom. Yes Text Mom. Okay. All right. This Here's another uh, text that we got at Yes Text mom. By the way, it was Bob. so
2: nice of you to give them a free t-shirt if they do a design.
1: Well, not, not everyone. You're so generous. No no, 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 I'm not giving everyone who gives us a design oh. a free t-shirt. It's only if, if we choose the design. Ah. They also get the, the, the glory of being the, yeah, the designer. the creator of, of our t-shirt our merch. merch yeah. Okay.
2: And we might do more merch.
1: Hello, Lauren. I need to speak with you. Who, Who the, the fuck is messaging Lauren? us that? And then we got, this is a series of weird fucking messages. We got another one that said, from Daniel, tall, dark, and handsome, looking for good fun. You think he's looking for fun with you? I think he's describing me as tall, dark, and handsome.
2: Or maybe he is tall, dark, and handsome, and he wants to have sex with you.
1: No, that's not it. Here's one from patron Aaron. Love the podcast. If for some reason you ever to find yourselves in or near Baltimore, D.C. for an event, I'm so there.
2: Oh, and then later on we're going to have someone else from Canada saying the same thing. We have to do like a little road trip. We just had so much fun doing our live show. I think we should do more live shows and do road trips all over the country. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> If oh you guys want god. that, we're gonna need a lot more money on Patreon. <laughs>
1: oh my god. All right. Uh we got another response. You wanna read this one? Sure.
2: I'll um I'll be researching Quinn as soon as possible. It sounds amazing. Pun intended. I'm with get it sounds amazing. Now you wanna tell me what tell everyone what Quinn is? This is an audio
1: porn site. There you
2: go. Pun intended, I'm, I'm, I'm with Cam on the porn subject. Seeing someone's daughter or sister or mother having sex for money, it's just not a turn on. I'm not in a relationship with that person and they have to have had a bad upbringing to turn to showing the world their naked self. Plus, I like to close my eyes, use my imagination. Super excited about Quinn. Also, I would totally go on a train date. I wish my husband would think of something like this. I swear I need a boy toy just for dating. That sounds so fun.
1: Well, I appreciate that you're into the, my train idea. My mother was not excited about that idea.
2: I actually would be fine with whatever, as long as you, you know, if, if it's something the two of you think would
1: be romantic together. I mean, it's a cute idea. Uh, about about porn? Not that... I don't think... I think you're putting words in my mouth on this one, to be honest. Me? I, the, this, this lovely person. I... I am not anti-porn because I I know that it's you know someone's, someone's daughter, daughter sister, or sister or mother what? having sex and it's just uh it, it's because that it, you know I, that that somehow they got involved because they had a bad upbringing. I don't right. think that that's the case for it's many not, many, many porn stars.
2: Not, there are so many different genres of porn that that is only like one or two out of like the hundreds of thousands yeah. of genres that they have. They have some really kinky weird genres, by the way.
1: For me, the I think that why I have a little trouble with porn is just because I. I it's, there's part of my brain that recognizes I'm not in the scene that you know. I'm yeah, just it's kind of, kind of bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah so that it's not a turn on. It's a mental game. That's Sex why is a mental I like the casting co- couch. I know you like the but casting, but that's
2: why game. because it seems like oh, I can actually believe. I mean, even though it is fake, I can kind of buy into that. that
1: but still, for me, it's like I'm not involved with it personally. It's, it's these, you know, I'm I'm just observing strangers, which is not as big of a turn on for so me. So
2: you don't believe like. If the audio can, porn
1: you can yeah. somehow it triggers my brain it fucks my brain a little bit and makes me think I'm actually in the scenario.
2: So if you had like the scene where like the, the pizza delivery boy comes over and the next thing you know he's banging two girls, that would that it somehow doesn't seem realistic.
1: No. <laughs> no. But it would if it was audio porn. No, maybe. I mean, it, listen. I would I get hard and ejaculate immediately if I fucking watch this thing. Yes. <laughs> But that's not, it's not going to be a good experience, you know? All right. All right. We got another very fun <laughs> email from Nilesh that says, I am a sex man. I am very happy sex. Who the show?" What does that mean? Who the Ramanaruchu? I don't think that deserves any attention. He's a sex attention. man.
2: He's a sex man.
1: Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Sex, Sex man. man. Okay. Hello, Karen and Cam. I just want to thank you for your podcast. I listen to you while I'm working and I laugh out loud. I'm from Canada. I have three kids with my husband and we have been together for 15 years. Cam, your revelation about play blew my mind. My husband and I decided to try it. We started Woo-hoo! by playing crazy eight cards and then took karen's suggestion of being massage therapist role play Woohoo! we were both really having a fun hard time connecting lately with having full-time jobs and three kids under the age of four we really connected and had a fun fun with it those who play together stay together oh play together stay together
2: that could be our our that's a good
1: fucking catchphrase right there yeah hope you have a wonderful day pm if you're ever in ottawa canada yeah, well, I'll yeah. be the first in line. Told love you. We both. gotta go wow, to Canada. love too. you. That's phenomenal. Love you, anonymous. I like that she agreed with uh, both of us. That's amazing that it. you that this actually worked. This, <laughs> we help someone's sex life. Do you understand that? High five! Woohoo. I can't believe that. Yeah, we help someone's sex life, and they have three kids under four. Mom, we should I would, write I, that fucking book.
2: I would blow my fucking brains out. Yeah, what was our our book called? Play naughty. Yeah oh yeah we're gonna
1: play i love that i love we're writing t- a, a picture because honestly play is the answer to good sex life i agree with that i absolutely agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> with that uh moving right along okay we had another person responding Here to we, okay to uh rachel last. okay we're talking about rachel again who rachel our o'brien com- our
2: comedian uh adorable girl who has uh a uh, couple podcasts. Anyway, who
1: my mother wants me to go out with
2: who I've been trying to set up with. For I, I have
1: a feeling she's just not going to. I don't think she's not going to like me. She keeps bringing up the fact that I
2: want to fix you up. So obviously, she has a reason for keeping bringing that up. I
1: just you could kind of tell like that she, you're very different. Yes, yeah. She's wild and you're conservative. No, that's not. no, <laughs> that's not. In fact, I think she might be more conservative than me in some respects. Yeah, she might be. Who knows? I just she's so. Kinda, then why wouldn't it work out? She's pretty chill, like she. And she, you're not chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. that the issue? I don't know. Do you, I don't? I just think there's a little disconnect there. What do you think? Uh, do you think I,
2: we'd really get along? I think it'd be fun for you know. I don't know. I don't think it'd be. I don't know if it would be, be, for for it'd be it'd like be riding me. up in the sunset. Why? Why would it not be fun for her? I just
1: don't think it'd be that fun for her. Well, that's not playing. I that's why i don't think we can necessarily play together that well what do
2: you how do you know if you're gonna play together you give comedy together you you both but enjoy her, did
1: you hear her, com- her comedy is very different Her comedy. i'm a fucking clown ass boy you're an ass boy <laughs> what the fuck is that mine is so silly and stupid what do you mean you're a and clown and she's like ass very boy. biting and in you know cynical these are very different styles of play that doesn't matter it's still playing all right whatever you know what uh, you think i should ask her out? yes Of course you do.
2: Yes, text mom if Cam should ask out Rachel O'Brien. Oh, God Okay, but speaking of Rachel... I hope you're not listening to this, this, Rachel. This is from Skylar. Skylar said, Rachel is right. We do feel like we know you guys. We obviously don't know everything about you, but you're so vulnerable that it makes it easy to feel like we're having a conversation when listening to the podcast, especially when you mention Cam's anxiety about thinking he's sick.
1: That's never happened.
2: (laughs) It's not something that everyone talks about, but I'm always so anxious that I have some serious illness and I'm going to die. I I didn't mean to laugh, but that's a little extreme there. I know you all joke about it, but it's still relatable, and I appreciate how open you are, Skylar. Thank you,
1: Skylar, Skylar, sweetheart, making me feel less alone.
2: Yeah, and believe me, Skylar, I have had uh, what MS twice, ALS
1: once. On this trip, didn't you have MS?
2: Oh, any time I I have a friend who has MS and she starts describing her symptoms, I immediately get it. Yeah, she's talking about how she can't move her leg, and I'm feeling like my leg leg is completely numb. I know. I saw you at dinner the other day. Did you see me trying to move my leg up and down and see (laughs) if? Oh. I mean, seriously, it's all I need. Is And I was thinking to myself, should I protect myself right now? Because she's about to go into her latest symptoms of having MS. Or, oh, wow. And I'm thinking, if I protect myself by telling her, shut the fuck up, and I don't want to hear this because I'm going to start getting these things, or should I just let her talk so that she doesn't feel like she's all alone and she couldn't talk about her symptoms? Oh. So I let her talk, and and luckily I still haven't developed any more really? symptoms. Really? You're growing stronger. No, I think my, my feet feel numb right now
1: oh mine, <laughs> mine do as well uh if that makes you feel less alone <laughs> i feel
2: so much better
1: all right meanwhile i went to go we're, we're in town because uh my grandpa is getting radiation on his cancer oh. and, and the doctor oh. i i take the grandpa alone the first day and the doctor comes to visit comes to see me and he's like so do you have any questions
2: Don't tell me you asked him all these questions about yourself. You did,
1: (laughs) no, Uh but I did start asking him all about cancer and radiation, and uh, he was not really expecting those questions. He was kind of well, no, he was expecting me to ask him. Okay, you know what type of medications my grandpa need. What, What supplements will help him? You know how long will his fatigue last? Things like this, very personal questions related to my grandpa. Instead, I'm literally probing this man about questions related to radiation how is the energy created what are the how is the machine used and
2: did you get into any of your personal ailments and whether or not they need to be
1: radiated no no but l- no you were thinking Luckily my you migraines- were
2: thinking about your migraines and if you should go under the scan to see if you have any <laughs> brain cancer that's I where you're going with this fucking
1: love to be in that scanner but they do they do like an all a total body scan i would love it is such a bad idea why and i'll tell you why because you're, you're gonna find something.
2: You're gonna find something. If you, and it's like finding like when you take a car and you fix, they find you know you bring it in for an oil change. The next thing you know, they tell you you, need, you have like seven thousand dollars worth of, of fixed so repairs. So you, you just
1: don't take it in for the oil change. Exactly. No.
2: No. Like when I thought I had MS. I mean, I went to several doctors and they said, well, the only way you can clearly rule out MS is if you take an MRI. But then my father, the doctor said, listen, you go in for the MRI, they're going to find some spots in your brain. You're going to convince yourself you have MS. By the way, while I'm speaking, my, I can't even feel my foot. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not a good conversation topic. But the bottom line is I never got the a scan and I never ended up with MS. So. That's the way you do it. Okay, that's but the I way you do it. I guarantee, if I had gotten the scan, I'd gotten a scan, they'd find a spot, and I would have been in the, every uh, under a bed somewhere still from like oh. twenty-five years ago, hiding.
1: Oh, you know. Well, anyway, so my migraines have subsided since coming to Chicago. I just will say that, Really? despite very little sleep. So do you think? Oh, actually, the first day I was here, I had a migraine. Yeah, you know what? But I think I think I'm getting better. You All know, right. Maybe
2: you're now working 24 7
1: i think that's the key yeah so that maybe is the
2: and key not looking at the computer screen 24 7 okay
1: here's another one hi alex female pisces 27 now pisces. this is the type of this is the type of introduction i like that you me too yeah I am the, she knows over. she nailed
2: everything alex and the fact that you're a pisces you're almost cam's age this is a real good situation she you're
1: not she did she's not saying say she wanted up. to go out with me she just said, "I just got done listening to episode seventy-eight. I'm ta- talking to a guy and have spent the night at his house a few times. She's, she's not interested.
2: Oh, she's, well, why is she telling us all the information?
1: She's giving us a little snapshot of who she is. Okay. His snoring is just as bad as Dee's. Dee's meaning my boyfriend Dee's. But I actually like the snoring. I fall asleep to it very easily. So I'm, it's sort of my white noise maker. See, now you I can do like the quit. idea of separate bed- bedrooms, though.
2: See, so she she made, went back when she said she had she likes separate bedrooms."
1: Yeah, because maybe she just likes the privacy sometimes.
2: No, so she doesn't hear the snoring. So she's kind of on the fence of that. She reframed it. Now, this is a Pisces, someone who's an old soul that reframed that snoring as white noise. I just call it as like sounding like a train (laughs) or sounding like something very loud, like explosions.
1: Do do you know how neurotic I am about the noise when I'm sleeping? No, I didn't know that. This is what, it's gotten to the point. So first of all... You know that I moved out of my last place after two days of staying there. I don't
2: think you stayed two days. I think you stayed one day.
1: Because the I think person you next one to me. But to be fair, the person next to me had uh, a lawsuit building against him for being a, uh, an alcoholic therapist who was a complete... The person above me said, you need to move out. I'm trying to get a restraining order on this man.
2: Because it was schizophrenic.
1: He's not schizophrenic. He was shouting out
2: things in the night that sounded like...
1: I don't know if he was staying up all night drunk. Who knows? Anyway, I'm very sensitive to the sleep, to the noise, okay? So this time, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking fall into this trap again.
2: You're just going to sleep there before you sign any leases?
1: Well, I said... I told the landlord, I was like, "I I need to talk to the previous tenant. So we arrange a call between me and the previous tenant once I was approved. And, of course, they choose... To call the the call is during I'm at a Yo Yo Ma concert the cellist Yo-yo-ma. the cellist I'm going it's like dead silent you can hear a pin drop except you hear Yo Yo Ma cello in the background and then they choose to call so I take the concert the the call during the concert wait in the concert at Grand Park it, it was it was at Millennium Park oh my god and I I, I couldn't escape because it was you literally I was trapped in there
2: so you're talking so during like, a concert so, about the noise level
1: and I'm like yeah is it loud are the people there loud <laughs> are, they, are they can you hear the footsteps can you hear the fire trucks outside oh my god how often do you hear doors slamming <laughs> In the, <laughs> Do you have any crazy the guy, schizoid alcoholics that are screaming in the night? The tenant and the landlord are on the line. They must think I'm fucking insane. They hear me asking these inane questions with the fucking, with Yo-Yo Ma playing in the background. <laughs> oh my God. And eventually they go, sorry, if you can't hear me, it's because Yo-Yo Ma is playing in the background.
0: Okay. The guy
1: must have thought I was out of my fucking gourd. So what did he say? What have they ever had the, a, a new tenant <laughs> called the old tenant? <laughs> That's insane. But he, did he say it was quiet? Yeah, he said he's never had a problem before, he just lived there, and I was like, that's enough for me to move in?
2: Yeah, the problem is, is if he's a sound sleeper. Maybe. I was
1: about to start getting into his sleeping habits, <laughs> but then I was like, maybe the landlord is even going to tell me I'm not even allowed to live there anymore, because she knows I'm an insane person. Yeah, so. you better quit while so you're ahead. So I quit ahead. while you're yeah. the lease, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> All right. Oh
2: God. Our final... Se- visual of you at this concert with this conversation going on is just out oh, of control. Oh yeah.
1: And by the way, the person next to me started talking.
2: Oh, I love that. I cannot stand that. I'm being sarcastic. That is so annoying. Remember when you were at a Tom Petty concert with me and someone was announcing the lyrics before he got to the learning to fly? Yeah. You were so angry that I you were steaming. I, so you almost I'm, walked I'm out. a
1: hypocrite because, on the one hand, I'm taking phone calls during the concert. On the other hand, I'm getting so upset if anyone around me is talking, is mumming any goddamn word. Not mumming. M- mumming. What is mom Mom's being? the word. Mom's but that means a... don't say the word. I never heard This of... is not a fucking, All right. it's a completely All right, ridiculous stupid... conversation.
2: All right, are we ready to, to get Our into? Our final
1: question that you've been slaughtered for. Yeah. Uh, okay, this... this one is, <laughs> is not having a good relationship with your parents a red flag to suitors? Okay, we got many, many responses. Okay,
2: let's just start with defining red flag because after I got this, I decided to look mom, up. Mom, you
1: haven't even given them a chance to ask the question. Or give the comment.
2: Well, we need to know what red flag is
1: first. Okay.
2: Okay, so the red flag is a good intuitive image to help you process what you're really feeling. At the end of a difficult relationship, people always say, people often say, he or she told me who he or she was at the very beginning, but I just didn't listen. Learn to trust what you feel. Your hunch is probably right. To Where me, did you get this definition? That was the uh, Urban Dictionary. Oh, my but God, But to me... Mother. A red flag does not mean an absolute deal breaker. Red flag just is a little piece of information. It's like, ooh, there's a little red flag there. And in every relationship, you're going to have red flags. It doesn't mean that you should absolutely. If I listened
1: to every fucking red flag that popped up in my mind, I would not leave the house. (laughs) Was it a red flag? There's red flags going on right now. What? Gus is hyperventilating next to me. What does that mean? That there's poor air quality in here? (laughs) Should should I leave the should we is this podcast going poorly because Gus is clearly not feeling comfortable?
2: All right. So, go on. Let's let's continue to read what the, the comments were. Hi guys.
1: I have to strongly disagree. Okay. So, so my mother's point was a red flag for her is if the person the the suitor doesn't have a good relationship with their parents. Is that correct? Yeah, I wouldn't call him
2: suitor. What the hell is suitor?
1: Oh, that's a suitor? Really, okay.
2: Like like I was talking about it, we went on a first date with a guy, and in the middle of the conversation, I already didn't like him, by the way, but in the middle of the conversation, this is this ended up being, to me, a red flag slash deal dear breaker just for me, and I'm entitled to have my own opinion about who I want to date. He said, I hate my mother. I don't speak to her. And that was it. I was like, okay, well. That's, it's a huge red flag for me because why would you hate your mother that you don't even speak to her?
1: And my response was some mothers are shit.
2: Yeah, they could be shit, but that doesn't mean I still want to go out with him because that guy might have had a bad role model. And to me, role models are important. So, okay. I mean, I'm for not me- saying that every I would never date someone. And, you know, I, I don't do a total diagnostic on the person's, like, you know, psychological, you know, no, you do, family there's, background. The Zodiac instead. The Zodiacs are much more important than whether or not they talk to their parents. Okay, go on.
1: No, so my point was, you know, obviously if the person doesn't... If they if they didn't... If they just were born to parents that fucking blow dick, then I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to h- hold that against them, especially if they've done the work to try to right. rectify but their relationship. but would you take it as a little piece
2: of information about them that might be concerning? I, Come on, don't depends. lie. I,
1: I kind of would want to... to approach them holistically you know maybe they've tried doing the personal work no, to I'll, get no obviously
2: that. Uh, okay obviously the growth might have been there but what and in
1: fact that might make someone even stronger if they true, can do true, true true, true. W- but that doesn't
2: w- mean that for for everyone you know if they haven't done any work and they just hate their mother and wishes that she'd die that that's a healthy thing to it you know, to get it involved might, with
1: it, it could potentially create some emotional issues that's Is all that's saying. all i said too okay yeah. all right Hi guys, I have to, this person says, Hi guys, I have to strongly disagree that problems with parents is a red flag. I've known lots of incredible people who are estranged from narcissistic and abusive parents. I don't think someone should be discarded just because they've distanced themselves from a bad family situation. I think Karen is coming from a very privileged place to say that having a bad relationship with your parents is a guaranteed no-go from her. I don't think you ever said it was a guaranteed no-go from you.
2: That particular guy was, but that was one of many... (laughs) No-goes.
1: There are other indicators, other red flags. Like he
2: chest passed a basketball and almost knocked your brother over. Yeah. And like he was very into talking about himself, and he was not physically attractive at all. He looked like a naked mole rat to begin with. Okay. And I did not want to kiss him. So having him say that he hated his mother did not help the matter. Yeah. But if I was totally into the guy everything was awesome i think if they said they hated their mother i would still probably continue the the relationship and see it through although the little piece of information is just there that's what it is it's a piece of information nobody's perfect
1: still disagree i think you can just what about
2: be- if the guy said i cheated on my lax? and this is another reason i a lot of guys i didn't go out with after i i cheated on my wife you know what that's a piece of information. That's a red flag. Will I still go out with them? Probably. Will Will I probably hold it against them? Yeah, I mean, the fact that they cheated, uh, you know, on a marriage well, without breaking. Well, you'd be
1: breaking. a little cautious that they're going to cheat on you.
2: Absolutely, it's called a red flag. That's a, just a red flag. It doesn't mean deal breaker. It means a red flag. Okay, and it might be a deal breaker too.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> here's another person. Oh oy, oy. oy. What, it's is a long, long one? One. Okay.
2: Just, just Well, considering
1: the- my parents are still at the bottom of the pond where I left them, I think our relationship isn't going to be repaired anytime soon. Now, Smiley face. What the fuck? Did he kill his parents? I don't know. <laughs> That's just a
2: sarcastic comment?
1: Uh, Cam said last episode that it really depends on someone's circumstances, and I agree. My folks died before I was done with high school. Dad died when I was little, and we got along great. Uh, Mom died when I was a teen, and we were constantly at odds. Since I was still a minor, I had to legally live with other relatives. Or Of the four different households I stayed in, I'm only on bad terms with one household. I've been adopted many times by various households and banned from others. I think it's okay to see this as a, re- as a red flag if, you've, if you're someone who craves a traditional or a very close family. But that doesn't mean it has to be a red flag for everyone. That's interesting.
2: That, well, when I was talking, I was speaking for myself. I wasn't speaking for everyone. That's the part that I don't understand why I was getting my case about. Mm-hmm. When did I say it, I believe that everybody should stay away from people? that I, I just said I feel, feel that it's some piece of information for me.
1: That's fair. If it's, if it's that big of a deal to that person, the person is likely to have some huge rough patches if it continues long term. That being said, I would hate for my character to be judged heavily based on something I have tried to fix and can't. And that's what I'm talking about. We got one more response that I wanted to read about this. First of all, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I first started listening sometime last year. And since then, not only listened to every episode, but also went back to your old ones. Five-star review assured. Thank you, Renee. Thank you very much, Renee. I take, however, I take Umbridge. Umbridge. I like this guy's writing. Or girl.
2: Well, her name is Renee, so... I know a guy named a, Renee,
1: too. Oh. Okay. I take umbrage with your most recent episode, episode 215, where Karen Lee talks about the guy who doesn't talk with his mother. She said this was a red flag implying that this is the, a moral failing on his part. Mother? You want to reply to the moral failing?
2: No. I think we already spoke about it. Go on. A short
1: summary of my life. I'm 38 years old, and I don't have contact with my parents. My father sexually abused my sister, with my, and my mother covered for him. Okay, so... I don't even know if we need to go into the rest of this. Clearly, this is a—that is not a good situation. Right. So, are you going to not go out with this guy? I, um, or with a girl?
2: I don't know what to say about that.
1: I-, I know this is probably like a throwaway line, but assigning the fault to him, thinking that he should make it work, no matter what, is deeply insulting to me. Be assured, <laughs> I remain a fan, and I usually don't voice my opinions in this way, but I felt the need to. All my best, and greetings from Vienna. Hello to Vienna, Vienna. thank you for this beautiful message. Yeah,
2: you know, um, it was a a throwaway line, so to speak. Um, I certainly wasn't judging any human on, you know, why they make the decision not to speak to their parents. It just, for me, it was just one of those things that I just wasn't going to get involved with a guy that, You know, obviously, he didn't say he was abused or anything. I think
1: for you, you probably are more open-minded anyway. Because the person you're with is clearly not, like, (laughs) completely perfect, you know? So, like, you are more open-minded. Okay, and finally, we have a voicemail from one of our dear friends. Let's hear it. Is it Mr. Bean? No, it's Patron Paul. Oh, Patron Paul.
0: Hi, uh, this is uh, Paul, one of your patrons. Um, My mother was a horrible human being. Yes, uh, Karen. Mothers can be total fucking bitches. I had one. And my ex makes a comment. She does not know how I ended up so nice after being raised by such a hateful woman. Uh, I've got my next question for you guys. Is consent required for fantasy? You're uh, masturbating and you have a little uh, uh, scenario going in your head. Cam, do you have consent going in that? i know you don't masturbate that much but uh you know just typical would you first want consent to be given
1: hello patron paul we love you we do and thank you for this little message
2: sorry that you grew up with such a uh type of mother like that with i you know i feel for you that was it's a horrible way to live
1: your life with a mother that is such a and paul is a very sweet man he is a sweet man to your question about consent and fantasy yeah is consent required for fantasy for me uh this this question is related to when i said i wasn't a huge fan of listening to to reddit's audio porn because a lot of it related it was like very like rape focused uh and for me that's not a turn on again that's just for me i don't want to yuck anyone's yum but for me it's just not enjoyable for me when I when I can tell there's it's non-consensual. I,
2: th- I don't know if the, that's what Paul was saying. I think he was saying that if you're well, with... Well, I think this is where it's,
1: getting, it's if, coming from.
2: Also, but he also was saying if you're with someone, do you, do you need to consent from the person you're with to have these fantasies?
1: No, no, no. no. He's talking about the fantasy. He's talking about the actual, ma- what I'm masturbating to. Am I th- thinking like, oh my God, this person's, uh, I'm like jerking off to this girl and she's like, yes, I I, I, I do give you my consent to fuck me. <laughs> That's what he's, he's like do. It. Are all of your fantasies like that?
2: I think fantasies can be anything. Yeah. Obviously. If you want to fuck a dog, you, that, that could be a fantasy.
1: Okay. For me, I think for any, you know, listen, people can fantasize what they want to fantasize about. For that's me, what, it's more enjoyable what, when I know more that both parties or however many parties are all excited and consenting to the experience. The, by, for my fantasies. By the way, I like when he goes, and we know you don't masturbate all that much. I like that Paul knows my masturbation habits. Anyway, uh, yes, text mom if you
2: have any uh, thoughts on consent I also during love, fantasies.
1: Yes, and I love your, these sex and relationship questions. We Please do love send them our way. Send
2: them our way. And, and, and do respond if you understood uh, my issues uh, with red flags. Uh, just let me know if you guys have any red flags that you wanted us to discuss uh, that we haven't brought up already. I'm sure there's many.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening, for all your support and love. Keep spreading the love. And
2: let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the good and bad fantasies.
1: Wow. It was almost good. It was almost good.
0: Yeah. It was almost good.
2: It was It was close. It was still not great. All right.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.